What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Take Action. I am Pastor Keon Henderson. I am privileged to give leadership to the Lighthouse Church of Houston, of Southwest A-Leaf, Southeast, uh, and the West. And uh, we are so excited that God is using us. I didn't come by myself today. I got the Holy Spirit, got my sidekick, Pastor Torrance Moore, What's the assistant on? pastor of the Lighthouse Church. And uh, he's got his agape sweater on. This, these are our top-level leaders in our organization, and Agape is <clears throat> an executive who leads through accountability and gives, or guides, excuse me, with authority to protect and execute. And so that's what Agape leader here yes, at the sir. Lighthouse Church is, and so we love each other, and we're so glad that you're here with us, and we love you as well. Pastor, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Man, I'm slow motion, man. I'm doing well, man. Slow motion, man. Yeah. Look, you're the coolest cat. Yeah, man. Standing on two legs. Yeah, man, that's true, man. I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't go against you on that one. But yeah, you good too, man. You the coolest yes, sir. cat. Yes, sir. I try, Rep. I try. Yeah, man. Yeah. So we we got like this topic today. That's good. Um, it's literally, good. it's good. We taught it in staff meeting today, and just for transparency's sake, I was getting ready to get up here and teach. Yes, sir. I saw you sitting over there with Pastor Billy Johnson, mm -hmm. and I say. Mm -hmm. You know what, Pastor Torrance, come on up here. So, ladies and gentlemen, this man <laughs> has no idea what I'm getting ready to say. Uh, but he has studied to show himself approved so that he can rightly divide the Word of God. Yes, sir. And there is nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing, that I can get up here and say that in some way, some form, some fashion, this man of God hasn't already prepared himself for. Yes, sir. I'll try to add a little something to it, bro. Yeah, man. So, so today... <clears throat> we're going to be talking on this subject, don't leave God out. Mm -hmm. And that may seem very trivial to you. It may seem very basic. But we're, we're talking about it from another perspective. And that perspective is, is that we tend to leave God out by employing mm. this three-letter word. Mm. And this three-letter word, oh, God. you want to tell him or should I tell him? Ego. 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 Such a huge ego. Man. We got, we got a lot of egos in us. And I don't know if we understand how it is plaguing us. Yes, sir. Keep us from reaching our ultimate destiny. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to talk about it. So, so in your estimation, like if you were to define ego um, right off the top of your head, how would you define it? Thinking about oneself the most. So just thinking about me more than anything or anybody yes, sir. else. Yes, sir. Um, I, I love that idea. Let me, let me, let me give you these, uh, these preliminary notes. Um, so while the word ego mm -hmm. doesn't appear in the Bible, concepts and principles regarding the ego certainly do. Yes, sir. And the word ego generally refers to an exaggerated sense of self-importance Mm. which usually results in an excessive mm. preoccupation with self. <laughs> now, here was the first, here's the first um, note that I want to throw out and that I want everybody to have to deal with this. And it is a quote by a man named Alan Watts. So good. All right? I'm getting ready. So normally when it's so just good. me, it takes a long time for us to get in the lesson. We so already good. in the lesson. So good. Here's what he says. A person who thinks 
all the time has nothing to think about except thoughts. So he loses touch with reality and lives in a world of illusions. My God. I bet most people didn't know that overthinking is sometimes an indicator of an ego. My goodness. I will guarantee many people didn't know that. Because I, when I read it, when I, when I first came across it, I thought, you know, everybody tells you, think, think. And then we, we admit that we're overthinkers almost as if it's a badge of honor. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. Or, or even if we know it isn't, yeah. we don't think it's something that we should stop doing because thinking has given us copious amounts of results. Like yeah. we've, we've overthought things, and, and, but it didn't always work out bad. So sometimes you use a defective strategy, but you have a good outcome, and you think that that's a good source to go back to. Mm. But overthinking, according to Alan Watts, is synonymous with having a huge ego. And in the <laughs> scripture, we read that it is not okay with God, nor is it okay uh, with scripture for us to have an overly amplified version or vision of ourself and self-importance. Absolutely, Pastor. Listen, the moment that we begin to think about ourselves continually, how can we die to self? Okay, so now, we, now we're oh. talking scripture. So because the Bible says that we have to die to self. Yes, sir. So the ego will keep us from accomplishing the commandment because we cannot deny ourselves if we are in love with ourselves. Absolutely. And thinking about yourself all the time only gives me one conclusion, that you're the most important person in the room. That if, I'm, if you're constantly thinking about yourself, when do you have space enough for me? Hmm. So the Bible is filled with admonitions against um, the self because of man's inherent desire to be worshipped. Oh, my okay. goodness. So, so because we have an inherent, <laughs> ingrained desire to be worshipped, then God puts a rule in place mm. that keeps us from getting the very thing that we are um, uh, addicted to. Yes, sir. Yeah, right. Because yes, sir. remember, remember. Yes, sir. God says, I'm a jealous God. Yep. I will not have you worship anybody Except above me. Yes, sir. And, and that also means, that means then, am I correct on this, that idolatry is not always the worship of a figure outside of us. Sometimes the worship of ourselves is idolatry. Is idolatry. What do oh, you think about that? absolutely, Pastor, because listen, when you go to Genesis 11, uh, verses 1 through 9, okay. you think about the Tower of Babel. Uh-oh, yep. And the Tower of Babel is a great example of ego, because the Bible says that they said to themselves, let us build a tower mm. and a city so that we can go to the heavens and reach God. But God had to come down, confuse their language to put them on the original assignment that he gave them. They wanted to get to a place outside of the system of worship that God said. Wow. Is that ego? Because they built the tower to get to heaven to have God come down and dwell with them. Yeah, and Nimrod's ego was huge. It was. Yeah, um, and I, I read somewhere, <laughs> and I, I, I visited the Holy Land, and it was talking about King Herod. 
Yeah. And, and how literally in the Holy Land, uh, he literally leveled one mountain. Yes, sir. And then tasked his slaves to build, to another, build another one, one. To show God that he could build mountains too. Is that ego? That's ego, man. Man, that's ego, man. That's ego. Nebuchadnezzar had an ego. Yes, sir. Because he thought that because of his prowess and ability and kingdom, that he was God. But here's what God, <laughs> let me show you how much God to deal with yeah, the ego. Yeah. It says not many days hence that Nebuchadnezzar was eating grass. Like oxen. Like oxen because um, the, that God always, now he has to always equal, yes, uh, equalize the ego. Yes, sir. Yes, because sir. he's a jealous God, he'll yes, have sir. no other God. Now, I, I saw this, and I want I to get your thoughts on this, mm -hmm. and I saw this in the dark forces uh, of, of hell, of, of when, when Satan, we can trace this back to the Garden of Eden, mm -hmm. uh, when Satan stirred up yeah. some mess yeah. in the garden yeah. and told yeah. Adam and Eve, you can be just like God. I think, let's, let's read Genesis 3 and 5, Pastor. It says, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So what happened is, they get in the garden, God says, don't touch this. Satan says, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. If you eat this, you'll have the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah, yeah. So what I believe is that when Satan goes into the garden, mm. his ego, which got him kicked out of heaven, yeah. is now introduced uh, to Eve. To Eve. And, and now Eve is like, oh, yeah. I, I, can, I can be like God. I can be like God. That, that, that's the plan. If I can get your ego off track to make you think you're just like him. So then the ego is sometimes a reflection of me playing God in my own experience. Absolutely. Because when we say you, you, you be like God, we know that we can't create <laughs> the heavens. And no, earth. sir, you can't. We, we know that we can't make it rain. We know that we can't make the sun hot. Yeah. But it doesn't prevent us from getting in God's way, Absolutely. trying to effectuate an outcome. Absolutely by manipulation or conversation yes, or sir. pouting. Yes, sir. Uh, all yes, of sir. that uh, is, is, is a result of the ego. Let's, let's look at this past. 2,400 years ago, Plato said that people are guilty of feasting oh, my goodness. on their own thoughts. Oh, my goodness. Feasting on your own thoughts. And then I thought, no wonder so many people are hungry <laughs> because they're eating empty things. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> like, because his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not no, our thoughts. Sir. And I can be the first one uh, to say to those of you all at home, <laughs> my thoughts, as much as I read the Word of God, as much as I study, all of my thoughts are not always pure. M mine either. Which means that if I feast on my thoughts, Oh, yes, okay. Here's a scripture. Yes, sir. As a man thinks, thinks, so is he. So is he. So, so is it true then that when I'm looking at a person mm -hmm. or have an encounter with a person, am I in conversation with the person? Am I in relationship with the person? Or, I, or am I in relationship with a thought pattern? It's a thought pattern. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm talking to you, I'm trying to get you to take on my thought pattern. Mm. 
it's a thought pattern. How many people do that? Like we, we get into a conversation with someone and my perspective is what I really want you to grab a hold. We're having a combat of perspectives here. Eventually one has to take hold, hoping it's mine because I need you feasting on my thoughts. No, let's, let's stay there, because <laughs> that's, that's good. So, so you're saying, let's, let's just take uh, a combative conversation, the argument. For, yes, sir. For, just say you and I are arguing right now. Mm -hmm. Are you saying that the argument is persistent because I'm trying to get you to feast on my thoughts? And I'm trying to get you to feast on mine. And, but I'm not going to eat your thoughts. Mm -mm. And you're not going to eat my thoughts. Mm -mm. And I'm going to eat my thoughts and you're going to eat your thoughts, mm -hmm. and you're going to be serving your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be blocking them. Yes, I'm going to be serving you my thoughts. Yes, sir. You're going to be blocking them, and we're both going to leave hungry or mad. For substance. For <laughs> substance, because nobody ate a thought outside of their own oh. vision. Yes, sir. And that is the definition of an argument. Of an argument. And then what does it do? It leads us right back to Alan Watts, mm -hmm. because eventually we leave reality and live on the illusion. Oh my goodness. Man, I hope y'all are getting this right now because oh my goodness. This, is, this is a word for somebody because we're leaving God out because his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. And yet we are trying, listen, mm, mm, mm. we may not admit it, we're trying to influence mm. how God thinks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We literally would love it if God would see it our way. If he would be servant to us, mm. to get him to do the things that we want him to do. If God, if you just took my thoughts and just moved according to my plan, I'd be all right. Yeah, <laughs> that, and, and that's ego. That's ego. And, and, and what's the opposite of ego? Humility. Humility. Man. Humility. And, and God was a meek and humble lamb. Like, you need to ahead, talk Rev. on that, Rev, because humility, I believe, is the very seasoning that we are void of why we, got, we, why, why we keep getting into so many crashes within the church. Man, here's what Micah 6 and 8 says. Look at this. He has told you, O oh man, what is good, and what does the Lord require mm. of you, here it is, talking about humility, but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. But mm. notice, mm. it ends with a question mark. To, to, to emphasize, can you do it? Can you do it? <laughs> people read this as a statement. He has told you, old man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. <laughs> Different than... Different. <laughs> and to love kindness and to walk humbly with, with your God? God? Yeah. Can you do that? Can you do it? No. That, that, that's the question that God is asking us. Can can you humble yourself to follow my way and not try to <laughs> manipulate me to follow yours? Well, let's leave, read another scripture, uh -oh, Proverbs 22 go. and 4. Here we go. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor to life. Lord, have mercy. So one of the ways, please hear me, Children of God. Hear it, hear it. One of the ways that proves that I fear God is not me having the ability to not sin. 
<laughs> Wait a minute, Reverend. You see where I'm going? Because people said, you know, I fear God because I didn't do it. I yeah. fear God because I had that urge, but I went the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fear God because, you know, I could have did this, but I didn't but I do didn't. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. One of the ways <laughs> that you prove to God that you fear him yes, sir. is through humility. Ooh. Humility. And the fear of the Lord. That'll preach right there, Reverend. That, 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 that's that something saying right preach. there. That will preach. That will preach. Yeah, because one, one, one uh, verse that epitomizes this uh, is, and I'm looking in 1 Peter 5 and 5 where the Bible says, Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Mm -hmm. Clothe yourself, all of you, with humility towards one another. For God opposes the, the proud. Oh but gives grace God. to the humble. Oh so my God. pride is actually leaving God out. Here's what I say ego is, E-G-O, edging God out, oh, eliminating God. God out. The ego has gotten in the way of our destiny because we won't put on humility in the fear of the Lord. My goodness, look. We're always trying to figure out how Ooh. we were wronged. Lord have mercy. We're always trying to figure out how to convince somebody that if they would have treated us better, then we would have responded better. Yes, sir. If, yes. I, I can't hear what you're saying because you're yelling at you me. You're yelling at me. I, I can't. I, I don't know. Why are you so hard on me? So now the question or the conversation is about uh, my tone. <laughs> and now <laughs> I, I, I'm losing my, uh, I have an ego because I'm yelling. Yes, sir. And you have an ego because it's not presented in the way that you wanted it presented. Yes, sir. And now we're both feasting on our thoughts. <laughs> and both of our thoughts are empty, not yes, good sir. for nutrition. Yes, sir. And we're right back where we started. Yeah, because nobody's humble. Because nobody's humble. Like God. Look at what it says, Pastor. Gives grace to the humble. Wow. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God opposes the, the proud. proud. My goodness. Now see, if I was like you, I'd run around here right now. <laughs> Billy, goodness. you know how Pastor get up and start running around? You're going to make me run. So, so I missed that. Yeah. So God opposes the, the proud, proud. Yes, sir. And gives grace to, to the, the humble. So, so are you telling me My goodness. that there are some people in the world yes, sir. who deserve to be written off? Yes, sir. And they, they made all kinds of mistakes. I'm about to run. But they survived because they were humble. Oh, Lord, Reverend, Reverend, look what that, look, words mean something. Tell me, what Reverend. Did say, what did they say right there? Oppose mm. means that he go to war. Oh, Lord, Reverend. <laughs> Don't run, Reverend. Don't run. <laughs> so God goes to war he, to, he with the proud. War. Yes, sir. And yes, goes sir. to grace oh, my God. with the humble. My God. I don't My know if y'all listening, and I don't know if you already wrote this message off, Reverend. but I think you better tune in because we're trying to show you how to acquire the grace of God. My God. And it's not through tears. No, sir. According to this text, not just praying and fasting. No, not just shouting. Not just shouting. It's being humble. Just being humble. He's saying, I'm, I'll go to war against the proud, but go to war for the humble. Wait, wait, say it again. Ooh. Say it again. He said, I will go to war against the proud, but I'll go to war for the humble. Reverend, Don't run, Reverend. Reverend, I'm about to. The Lord will fight the battle of the humble. And then pick a battle with the proud. <laughs> <laughs> see? see, I hope y'all are hearing this. 
Because some of y'all in a fight with God. Woo, and all you got to do is just relinquish authority. Just give it. And bow out and say, God, have your way. Just drop Because he goes to war with the arrogant and mm. the proud. But he, but mm. he will war with mm. those who are humble. Why do you think David had God with him? Because with all of his issues, the one thing he did not struggle with was humility. Why do you think that Gideon was made to be the strongest in his house? Because he said his, he was the weakest. He was the, he was the weakest. I'm the his, least. his timidity, his timidness uh, in the wine press made God pull him out and, and say, I'm taking you to the top of the hill. My God. Because if I go low inside, God will take me high outside. Woo. Woo. If I go low inside, <laughs> God will take me high. <laughs> Say outside. it one more time, because somebody I, ain't catching that. If I if I if I'll bow in, yes, sir. He'll stand me out. Woo. My God. Because he don't want any competition. Mm, mm, so if I'm arrogant and proud and haughty then I'm giving God-like vibes. God says, I'm not going to fight you. I don't have a superiority complex. No, sir. When you bow, I'll stand. Yes, sir. Man, you couldn't have put that no better. Man, listen to this. Listen to this. Proverbs 8 and 13. Ooh, the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance, and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. Like, I... I can't tell you how important this lesson is. The amount of scriptures that I keep pulling up is because I want you to see how much of a problem we have in the earth realm today because we're dealing in our politics. We're dealing in our economy. We're dealing in our churches. We're dealing with this in our families, in our marriages. The one thing that is tearing us down Mm. It's pride and ego, and pride goeth before the fall. I was, I was listening to the news yesterday. Yes, this is what pricked this conversation. One of the commentators on the news said that, that uh, the United Nations had gotten together yes. and said that no country in the world mm. has kept their promise as it relates to uh, mitigating the greenhouse gases. And that right now our, 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 our world is 1.5 degrees, I believe Celsius, mm -hmm. above, above. Um, what, what the, uh, the sustainable the standard, temperature yes. is. So this is what they call global warming. And, mm -hmm. and I'm not here to have a political debate mm -hmm. of, of whether I believe or not. Uh, but but what, what this commentator said was, that no country is on track to keep their promises. Mm -hmm. The other guy says, is it too late? He said, it's never too late. He says, but because the country and its leadership, talking about all of the countries, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are so arrogant that when they come to the table, they won't get it done because the people who benefit <laughs> from the burning of emissions mm won't look at the sustainability of the country over the profit, which means that pride 
keeps us from not only having the conversation, but putting in place the things that are necessary for the globe to survive. And, and they said that while we made a 1% incremental difference, by this time we promised that we would be at 50%. <laughs> and no, nobody's no willing nobody willing to do what's necessary to Not save yet. the world he says in fact it was pride that turned Lucifer into Satan, into Satan. now let's talk about that Ooh. because people think that Satan has always been Satan no sir ego made him Satan ego, ego. absent of ego he was Lucifer I'm trying to talk to the Lucifer in you. Talk, really. Listen, the word Lucifer, yes, sir. which is actually the proper term for him mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in heaven, yes, sir. his reputation is so bad that when you say Lucifer, yeah. it sounds bad. Yeah, but, it, but that's, that's, that, that was his name. That was his name. Yeah. That was the one God gave him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ego turned him into Satan. Look, man, listen, <laughs> I don't know how many of y'all going to like what we're talking about right now, but this is major. This is major. You, you can't, if you turn this one off, it's because you got an ego. Because this is blocking your ascension. Yes, sir. That the next level is out of your reach because of ego. Okay, let's put it that way. Yes, sir. As Lucifer, no ego, what happened when he got an ego? Boom. Because ego goes before the fall. My goodness. And what did the scripture say, Rob? Isaiah? There it is. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the above. stars of God. This is, this is the prophet yes, sir. talking about what Satan what said. What Satan said. I will set my throne on high. You, yes, so he basically going to pull up his chair next to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I will sit on the Mount of Assembly. <laughs> in the far reaches of the north, and I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will make myself Here it is. like the most high. There it is. And I just think there it is. that after he said most, I don't even think he got high out. I just think he just, ooh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The higher you try to lift yourself, the quicker your fall will be. Man, let's dissect that. He said, I will... Ascend myself. myself. I will Me. raise myself. Yes, sir. I will make myself yes, sir. like the most high. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look at that language. Look at that. Me. I. I did it. I built. To me, this is uh, the shadow or shadow of Nebuchadnezzar that you were talking about. Oh, God. In the castle. Oh, when God. Nebuchadnezzar walked around the castle and said that, Look at all that I have built. And then the, the Bible says that the word came to him, like Pastor said, and soon he was out in the field, eating grass like oxen. His hair had grown long like the bird, like the feathers of an eagle. His claws, his nails had grown long, and the Bible says he was eating grass for seven years until he praised him. The moment that he saw God in his right position, then Nebuchadnezzar was restored to the place where he once was he got kicked out of the place where he was in all of his strength because his ego got too high and then he had to go down low. Humble yourself before God does it. Because if God humbles you, 
there may be a place that you fall to that you may not be able to recover from. Let's read Matthew 23 and 12. Ooh. I just pull it up. Whoever exalts himself, here it is, will be humbled. And whoever humbles himself will be exalted. <laughs> You got to go back to the Nebuchadnezzar, man. Woo. So, so, let me get this right. So, Woo. Nebuchadnezzar, this is, this is the guy who was so wealthy that yes, he sir. built a statue of gold. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And brought it out to the province of Babylon and looked out over the sea of people and said, um, whoever doesn't bow to this, this golden image, by the way, that's in the image of him. Of him. Because I will exalt myself. Yes, sir. Then they'll be thrown into the fiery furnace. This is the same Nebuchadnezzar now, during Daniel's time. Okay. So didn't, was that King Nebuchadnezzar that was throwing Daniel into the, the Into lion? the lion's den. Now, when we think about that, Pastor, think about this, and I know you're going to dissect this right here. Did not Nebuchadnezzar, after Daniel was pulled from the, the lion's den, say through decree, all of us will worship the God of Daniel. Now we see him walking around this castle with this decree already being made and saying, look what I built. God has to humble Nebuchadnezzar, bring him down low, and then get him back to the original statement. God, I will worship you because he made everybody in the land worship the God of Daniel. Oh, God. God will humble you until you get back to the original statement. Well, hold on, Rev. I'll be back. <laughs> so he says this. Christ reiterated the fate of the proud, warning that whoever exalts himself will be humble. Listen. So this is what we take away. An inflated ego. Oh, my God and its focus on self are not in line with the call that God has on your life. It is the antithesis mm. of what characterizes you Ooh. as a servant of God. Okay? So now, I can't have ego and service. No, 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 no. No, no, not in a sense, oh not in this God. sense. Oh my God. I'm gonna give you, so, so we've been using biblical analogies. Yes, sir. For those of y'all who are history buffs who say, I need, I need everything to be proven. Yeah, and, and, I need doc document. Yeah, and, and so, because you know everybody thinks, well, not everybody, there are a lot of people who a think people. that the Bible is fiction, and, yeah. and, and I understand it because it is a book written about things that were too yeah. far back for us to reach. A lot of allegorical stories. A lot of allegories. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me bring you into something that happened in your <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> Go and look up a man named George McClellan. George McClellan mm, mm, is the perfect example of this archetype that we're talking about, the Nebuchadnezzars. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, history says, now this is, this is within your grandparents' lifetime. Yes, sir. Uh, or your great-grandparents. Great yes, sir. The Civil War here in America. Yeah. A documented war. A documented war yeah, that yeah. we know actually happened. That's not an allegory. Mm -hmm. That we still have tombstones mm -hmm. yes, sir. for people who fought yes, in sir. this war in the earth. And some of you all are related to brave men and women yes, sir. who were a part 
of this civil war. Whose lives we celebrate. Whose lives we celebrate. And, and George McClellan was chosen to command the Union forces mm -hmm. in the Civil War because he checked all of the boxes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He went to West Point. Oh, duh. yeah. All right. One, that, one, one of the top military schools, in, if not the top military school in the world. So, so we ain't talking about the Garden of Eden. We're talking about West Point. It's still over there, by the way. Yes, sir. Still producing generals. Still producing generals <laughs> right now. So this is not an allegory. This is not a... Um, uh, uh, Some uh, fictional uh, fa yeah, tale. Yeah, this, yeah. this ain't a... a fable. <laughs> it ain't a fable. It, it's, it's, it's real. And he went to West Point, mm -hmm. uh, according to history, proven in battle. Yes, sir. A student of history. Yes, sir. Of regal bearing. Yes, sir. Loved by all of the all people of mm -hmm. who followed him. And yet history says that he was quite possibly one of the worst generals this country's ever seen. Now, I ain't never met the man, so I'm not saying it. And if anybody's related to him, please don't get mad at me. This is what history says. This is what history says. <laughs> and here's what it says. Even in a crowded field of incompetent and self-absorbed leaders, mm. General McClellan was still saw as one of the worst because he had a huge ego, could never get out of his own head. Listen, and I quote, he was in love with his vision oh my God. of himself. Oh my God. He could prepare an army for battle like a professional, but when it came time to lead one into battle, he was an amateur. Oh my God. Because there are uh, many a people oh, my God. who prepare like they're about to kill it. They shout like they're about to change. Mm, mm, mm. Preach like we're convicted. Mm. Speak like we've been changed. Mm. But when somebody steps on our toes, we respond like amateurs. Mm. Now, run, Reverend. Run. Run, Reverend. Run. 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 <laughs> How many people are professional at talking about what should be done and amateurs at doing what should be done? Lord, have mercy. Can we raise our hand? Can, can you raise your virtual hand? <laughs> but, Reverend, you said something. In a, in, in a crowded field of incompetent and self-absorbed leaders, <laughs> he was still the worst. How are you still the worst? <laughs> when you're surrounded by people who are already terrible. How are you the worst? <laughs> Ego. That's it. Right now, you are at home with your spouse, mm, mm, mm. and they get on your ever-loving nerve. Mm, mm, mm. But at least they humble. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. The person in your house. Yes, sir. That needs the most help is not the person who yells all the time. The person in your house who needs the most help is not the person who doesn't clean up. The worst person in your house right now is not the one who mishandles the money. The worst person in your house right now is the person with the biggest ego. Oh, my God. That, that just helps somebody, Reverend. It ain't nothing else we got to say on that. And that might mean oh my goodness. you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I got to I gotta lay hands on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta lay hands on myself. <laughs> because the
the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 4 and 7, for who sees anything different in you? What do you have that you did not receive? If then you received it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? My God. That's the scripture. My God. A humble heart has no room for ego or arrogance because it recognizes that all we have and all we will ever be is because of God. If you can't settle on that, brother. Because think about this. How many people in the house mistreat somebody because they make the most money? Absolutely. How many people in the house are mistreated because they are not responsible for how I got us here? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I pay these bills. I did this. I did that. But ego, love keeps no record. So yes. ego doesn't remind me that I owe you allegiance. Yes. Excuse me, the lack thereof of ego. Ego keeps tally and makes me feel that I owe you yes, because sir. of what you did for me or what you said you did for me out of love. Ego requires a payment. Love requires none. Oh, my goodness, Reverend. you know how many men right now are doing that to women? Because their paycheck is, is larger? Mm. That they're making women feel small? And it may be on the reverse now. Because yeah, women, women are making a lot oh, more man. money than they've ever had. Man, Reverend, it, you just preach, it's a girl. Yeah. It's a girl. That women are, are on the rise, and somebody somewhere is feeling like they're less than because somebody's making more than so, so a husband is making more money than the wife and making her feel less than because I did this. Yeah. The wife is making more money than the husband, and you ain't no man I because did this. I did this. And, and it ain't your paycheck, it's your ego. Yes, sir, because you just told him you got to settle on God. Man. We wouldn't even have received it if it had not been for him. My goodness. Let's read, let's read uh, Ephesians 2 and 8. This is, this is for the person who thinks that what they have done yeah. is the reason why yeah. they are where they are. This is it right here. For, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not a result of works so that no one may boast. One of the most important scriptures in the Bible. If you don't know any scripture by heart, you need to memorize Ephesians 2 and 8 and verse 9. Mm, mm, mm. For by grace, not by works, not by education. Anything I've done. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. Through faith. Here it is. Yes, sir. And this is not your own doing. <laughs> Rev, I went to work <laughs> with his air <laughs> and his strength. And his strength. <laughs> it is the gift, of, the God. gift of God. It's the gift of God. Not a result of works. And the Ooh. reason why he put it that way, he said, I did it so that no man could boast. Reverend, how can, how can we have ego or be proud about breathing when you don't know that the next breath is not promised to you? How can, you have, how can you have ego about that? 
and declare that it is something that you're doing when the next breath is not promised. How about, how about how can you have an ego when Jesus Christ himself said, for even the Son of Man came not to serve, <laughs> but not to be, not served, to be served, but to, but to serve yes, and sir. to give his life as a ransom for many. So if the King of kings and the Lord of lords is a servant, how can we speak to be served? Philippians 2 and 5. My goodness. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. I, I can't even let you go past that scripture without. Have this, have this mind among yourselves. This is what people who know the king, let this mind be in you. That is also in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. <laughs> who, though he was in the form of God, yes, sir, did not count equality, equality. with God. That, that old King James say counted what? Robbery. robbery. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> counted not robbery to make himself equal. equal. So God, mm -hmm. listen to this. Mm. God himself, when he transposed himself into the form of Jesus, yes, sir. wouldn't even equate himself with himself. Ooh, wait a minute, brother. Break that down some more. Because you mean to tell me that Jesus, God wrapped himself up in flesh, sent himself down here, and did not even say, I'm equal with him. And said, even though that's me, <laughs> even though that's me, it ain't equal to me. No ego whatsoever. My God. That's me. My God. But it ain't equal to me. My God. My God. I can't. I'm putting the mic And listen to what he said. My God. A thing to be grasped. You got to grab that. I don't care how important you are on your job. You're not God. I don't care if you bought the house and built it with your bare hands. You're not God. Lord, have mercy. I don't care if all of your children are, are millionaires and rich and, and lawyers and doctors. Okay, great parent. Woo. No bit of God. Mm, mm, mm. I, 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 and this is a thing to be grasped. Ooh, I felt the Holy Ghost on that one, Reverend. I did. And that's huge. Ooh. That's huge. This is a thing to be grasped. grasped. You got to get a hold of it. That, that mindset. But, but this is how it happens. Verse 7. Listen, there it is. He emptied himself. See? Now, either one or two things. Mm -hmm. Either empty yourself. Or be full of yourself. Are you full of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> only two options you got. There's only two options. <laughs> and Reverend, we gave you the cheap code. How do you, how do you empty yourself? Reverend, you got to deny yourself. By taking on the form of, of a servant. Yes, sir. Reverend. Now, so, what, what is word, why does word keep popping up today? Reverend, service. You, this, you, is this not been our whole day? You taught us about service in the staff meeting and said that it's the best form of leadership. Yes, sir. Had someone come in who was well-known and wealthy, a top five person in his field, and the very thing that he ended his little um, uh, summary of what it took for him to get to the place he was, wrapped it all up in one word. 
Service. Service. And let me tell you what it did, ladies and gentlemen. I brought in somebody today to handle a problem that I did not know how to solve. I've been thinking about it for weeks. He yes, handled sir. it in minutes. Yes, sir. Because yes, sir. ego will keep you from admitting that you don't know, and you will be going around making statements that are not true because your ego will not let you admit that you don't know. Oh, my God. And you will convince people to believe mm. what isn't true because ego always speaks out of turn. Mm. So, so my ego might be holding up my progress. Oh, man. It ain't, that's the only thing it can hold. <laughs> Only thing ego can hold is progress. Can't hold nothing else. It can't hold a position. It can't hold a marriage. The only thing it can hold is, is your progress. Is your progress. My goodness. <laughs> it's the only thing it can hold. Reverend, I know we laughing, but we talking to somebody today. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. talking to somebody today. Sometimes we got to laugh so we won't cry, but we talking, we talking to somebody today, man. Well, you, you first start talking to you. Yes, sir. And after you start talking to you, then you, you can talk to them. And here it is. While we're talking to you, so is God. Oh, my God. You getting it from us as he's giving it to us. Mm, mm. And wherever you are in this country or in this world, <laughs> something is happening in your spirit right now. And here's the word of the Lord. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. Yes, sir. And you will find rest in your soul. <clears throat> Jesus did not come to this earth to be 